The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you seeking more energy and ready to have more healings and revealings in your life? Then you've tuned into the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is intentional and dynamic. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome everyone. Wow. Have you been feeling the wonderful energy on the planet these days and asking yourself, wow, there's got to be more than this, right? In a connection to uh, angels and uh, have you felt people that you have lost on the other side are still communicating with you? Um, do you sometimes want to learn how to step into that mystery greater? I know many people often feel a healing or a sense of wholeness because they come to understand that they can still communicate with their loved ones and their loved animals. And so that being said, wow, we have a guest today for you who happens to be a connection with Suzanne Giesman, and many of us know and love her work. We're talking today with Karen Paulino, who talks about how to create heaven. Karen, work. Welcome to our show today. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. So excited to be here with everyone. Well, I uh, have researched you uh, a great deal. I uh, Your website, I love the, the name of it. It's certainly easy to remember, createheaven.com, because that's certainly what we want to do. And so in line with what we teach is heaven is right here and right now. And um, you're teaching us how to look at layers in different dimensions and it all being kind of one common time. Did you know when you were little that one day you would be um, a medium and an intuitive? How, how was your life formed and shaped? Well, I think that's a interesting story because many people relate to me because I was an empath and I definitely picked up everybody else's feelings and emotions around me but I was not communicating with loved ones in spirit or the angels growing up I was raised Jewish and pretty much let go of all organized religion once I was in high school and didn't have to go anymore it occurred for me, and this is why many people love to hear uh, about my work or when I speak to people because they do feel it's relatable to them because I believe that we can all connect and communicate with the angelic realm, with our loved ones in spirit. It really is about desire, but for me, how that awakening occurred was I was 34 years old, and that was 20 years ago, so you can figure out how old I'm going to be this year. But I had gone to the doctor for a visit. I had not been taking care of myself because I had, my kids were only four and one at the time, but I knew that I hadn't been to the doctors in about three years, and within five minutes, she found a lump on my throat, and within two weeks, I was diagnosed with thyroid cancer at a very young age. So I was very afraid. I knew that first intuitive hit, which I wouldn't even have called it back then, 
came very strong that something told me that I needed to heal more than just going through the physical surgery and radiation treatment. I needed to heal on all levels in order to cure myself and also not recreate the cancer again. So I was afraid. I was searching for answers on how to heal on those levels. And one thing that happened, I was teaching aerobics at the time, and they put up a flyer in the gym about a meditation class. So I decided to go to this meditation class, knew nothing about meditation, but was open because it on the flyer it said, you know, have some peace. And so during my <laughs> first meditation experience, I went into the guided vis- visualization, and I felt somebody hold my hand. And, you know, whenever you have these experiences, your first thought is I must be making this up, must be my imagination. But I felt this presence sit next to me, and I kind of just went with it. We did come out of the meditation. I was not going to share with anyone because I thought I'm making this up, I'm cuckoo. But I got in my car, and I had this feeling of peace from the tips of my toes to the top of my head that I had never experienced before. And wow. I said, something happened. When I went back to the class, I eventually asked who it was, and she told me she was my guardian angel. So I ended, And she told me I was going to be okay, and she told me I was never alone. She had always been with me, but she was going to walk me through it. And so I ended up going through surgery and radiation treatment, and it was about a six- or seven-month process. And when I started to feel better and got my energy level back, I went back to the gym to teach, and this girl was talking about at the desk, saying she was having this psychic come to her house. And before you knew it, it just came out of my mouth, can I come? I invited myself to her party. And I you know, hemmed and hawed and went back and forth about really going because I was afraid. I was like, I'm feeling better. They've told me I'm doing really well. What if she tells me something bad? But something told me to go. So I ended up going to this um, experience, and I waited my turn with the psychic, and she immediately just asked me my name and my age, and she just rambled and told me everything that had happened about the cancer, that I was here to stay. I did have a choice if I was going to go or stay. But the key was she described my guardian angel exactly how I saw her in my meditations, told me things my only my guardian angel had told me. And I walked out of that. I left immediately because I was so freaked out. But I left this. <laughs> this party and I just got my car and cried. I said, how could a complete stranger hear and see and validate things that I haven't told anyone? And that was it. That was like the big spiritual door opened. And I said, I want to learn more. I want to continue to meditate every day. I want to connect. I want, I want to feel experience. It was like this deep desire in me to really, because I'm always a skeptic before I'm a believer, and I just had to know and experience as much as I could. And that was the beginning. beginning. Temple, I could have never imagined, you know, years prior being in the corporate world and writing books about angels and speaking and teaching and doing this work that I feel extremely passionate, but grateful and humbled that I can help people connect and communicate not only with their angels, but their loved ones in spirit. And it eventually moved from the angels. And I said I was raised um, Jewish. And one of my most profound experiences is the Blessed Mother started to come to me. And when she came to me, in my meditations, she wouldn't say anything at first, but my first question back to her was, aren't there a lot of Catholic people looking for you right now? Why are you coming to me? <laughs> and and it was just, and again, because I'm a skeptic before I'm a believer, 
I went to see somebody who was very connected to the Blessed Mother. Somebody had told me about her because she kept appearing every day to me in my meditations. And one key thing this person said to me was, ask Mary for an undeniable sign that it's really her. Because I said, how can I trust? And why would she... Why would she be coming to me? I'm not calling to her. And she just kept saying she wants to work with you. She wants to help you, guide you. And I decided to ask her for an undeniable sign of a star. And I said, could I please have it? It was a Tuesday. I'll never forget. And I said, could I please have it by Friday? But it can't be a little star. It has to be the most profound star. Because when she would come to me in meditation, I could see a ring of stars above her head. So three hours later, when I asked for the sign, I went to pick up my son at daycare. He's 21 now, but he was four at the time. And he comes running towards me with this big, huge star on a piece of paper that he had cut out. And it said S-T-A-R with glitter all over it. And I screamed. (laughs) Oh, wow. I just went home and cried. And so the more I said yes, the more I had this deep desire, same thing with communicating with loved ones in spirit, the more everything started to open up and unfold. But I believe that all of us have, we all have senses, we all have abilities, but our pure desire, because the divine wants to connect with us as much as we want to connect with the divine. Same thing with our loved ones in spirit. They want to connect with us as much as we want to connect with them. And so it's our choice, our desire to create that relationship, to create that connection. Well, one of the things I would like to highlight, because I think it, I think, uh, people really resonated to the kind of sound bite, if you will, that you use. I'm a skeptic before I am a believer. Um, what I wanted to add to that, uh, there's a couple of things that kind of came up with me. One is, is that I would much rather, uh, come to know metaphysically, uh, people that are a skeptic before they become a believer. Versus people that became that claim to be a believer and always mm. remain a skeptic, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. either because of uh, things that they were misguided growing up or various things that have happened. But they're a believer, but they always remain a skeptic, which means they never really, you know, do the hokey pokey and put their whole selves in. So that is one thing I just wanted to acknowledge about your process because I'm confident that other people are listening. They've had very similar kind of things because the moment you kind of, um, you know, you sit in these spaces and people are so quick often around us to say, well, that couldn't be true or, you know, that didn't happen because your life could be very different. You could have felt that angel. You could have felt that guide and you could have told three people and they went, well, that's kind of cuckoo, you know, or, you know, don't you have enough to do in your life or whatever, or just totally disassociated from it altogether and then found yourself in a conversation of somebody that is a psychic telling you something and you went, well, you know, no big deal. You understand? Because... I think the part of it is that regardless of skeptic and or believer model is you were still willing to sit in the space. You were still willing to discern and right. be open to what was re- revealing itself, you know. Right. Um, and, and I just want to, I want to acknowledge that. I want to well, acknowledge thank you. that. Because I'm sure and there's I even think- still moments that you go, wow, did that just happen? But yes, it did. And so it's like, okay. <laughs> and so much can, and it's it's always, for me, it's, the connection is always a deeper journey within myself. Yes. And, you know, what I am discovering now on the spiritual path, and I imagine you can relate to this, is that, you know, now my purpose is really about helping people awaken to their divine essence within themselves because then, one, they have the innate ability to listen to their intuition, 
to connect with the love, the oneness, the the awesomeness around all of us, but also to really live their authentic, passionate, divine, magnificent self. So my journey with working with the angels is at first, and this was my greatest gift at the beginning, is to realize I was never alone and I was loved unconditionally. And I didn't feel that on my journey. I I felt alone. I was confused. I felt conditional love. And my journey and helping other people proved to me beyond any doubt that all of us, we are never, ever alone. We have spiritual help, family, support around us but that were truly loved unconditionally. And so now it feels it's about owning that love within self and helping other people to do the same so they can, they can live their heaven on earth here. They can create heaven here. They can experience the miracles of their divine self. Does that make sense? Absolutely, yes. Ab- absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the journey, it's, it's, it's become more evident to me that the more I enlighten myself, meaning, you know, connect with my emotions, my fears, my, um, my vulnerability, and the more I live my authentic self, because I used to live as a people pleaser, I didn't know any other way other than doing that. And through, so my my personal spiritual path and development and growth and my personal enlightenment has created a deeper connection, a deeper knowing. And what I love about working with the divine is that we don't have to do it alone. Like it doesn't have to be so hard. We can ask for help and Mm -hmm. we can ask for the next step and we can ask for clarity and we can ask for healing and there's so much available to all of us infinite possibilities infinite possibilities and i i think um one of the important things to highlight is our personalities can open or close it down we can always open or close it down and yet the greater work is the willingness to be a catalyst to be a vehicle and to allow it to come in. I mean, in, in my life experience myself, in that I, as a little girl, could tell exactly when someone was telling the truth or not. I could see things around them. I could intuitively know things. And often they, they either wouldn't own it or they wouldn't, they weren't willing to or weren't ready. I mean, it, it wasn't really about me. You know what I mean? But it, yeah. it made me second guess stuff. And, um, but I've found now that anytime someone's sitting with me or in that energy field, that whatever comes to me, I just say, I don't get into my head about it. I don't get into my personality about it. You know, I just, I just allow, like, um, there was a, there was a woman, yeah, the instrument. And there was this woman the other day and I said, you know, she was talking about her life story and I said, well, then you decide, do you want to be Glenda the Good Witch or do you want to be the Melting Witch? Because really mm. you get to choose, you know, you get to choose. You're going to be a victim that's melting all the time or are you going to be a place of enlightenment, a container of that? And as she's leaving, she said, oh, I ought to show you this. I was just at your, I was just at the bookstore and look at what I bought. Passport to the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> now, I've wow. never in my whole life told somebody, you want to be Glenda or you want to be Mel... You know, it was it was just... And that's the beauty, I think. That's in back to you, it, the courage and the, and the willingness to be the instrument coming from a place of detachment. And it, it is like the more you use it, uh, the more that reveals itself to you it it's pretty um, amazing now when did you first start doing this work what year so was it it was it'll be 20 years ago in december this wow. coming december 
So, and it's been just, you know, I, I sit back and reflect on the journey sometimes, and it just, I could have, I could have written the script, but I all, go ahead. No, I'm just engaged in what you're saying. No, I'm not. You know, I, you know, when I look back and more and more of it came when I stopped resisting and said yes, like the angels kept coming and saying, we we want you to be a messenger. And I said, ooh, too much responsibility. And then once I released my fear and resistance, then all of a sudden I let it be and I let it flow, then this would open up. Or the book, you know, the Everything Guide to Angels, really the publisher came to me. And what was interesting when I wrote What Will Love Do, which was my first book, I had gone through the process of going to publishers and agents, and it was an exhausting process. And I, I, it, I still believe it's one of my best books. But the angel said to me, came to me through the publisher and said, no, we need you to put this out first. This is the first, and then the others will come. So it was like not me trying to control or figure it out, but to surrender and release resistance in order to be led. And that's got, that was very difficult <laughs> at the beginning because oh, yeah. I was so used to controlling. I had so much fear. I didn't trust. Now, on the journey, you know, especially in this past year and a half, I've moved more into the place of surrender. And as I've done that, it's like just the peace and the magic, the the openness has come with it. And I just, it's because I've learned to trust the divine. I've learned to trust that the divine can do it better than I can do it many times. And it's much more peaceful. Isn't that the truth? In that in that letting go process, there's no no doubt about it. Um, talk to us a little bit about what would love do. You said that it's it's one of your favorite books, and you have uh, four books that I see on the website, and all of them seem very intriguing to me. Um, but what would love do? Uh, what is the overview of that book about? So, not after 9-11, the next year, Hurricane Katrina hit. And because there was so much fear already resonating and still lingering from 9-11, when it's an intuitive, there was so much fear that people were recreating, re-experiencing through Hurricane Katrina. So we had a retreat weekend that weekend, And I kept praying, how can I serve? How can I help people release their fear? And we do a lot of, um, my husband and I facilitate breath work in our retreats and as a um, monthly program where we do circular breathing to access unresolved issues or access the higher states of consciousness. And in that particular retreat, I decided to participate And during my breathwork session, which you reach altered states of consciousness, Jesus and Enoch, which I had no idea who Enoch was when he came to me with Jesus in my my meditative experience and said, will you be a messenger for us to write this 40-day journey of helping people transform their fears into miracles of love. We know that it's needed at this time. Would you be our messenger? And, you know, when you're in that state of humbleness and knowing and Jesus is coming to you and you just know that this is the right thing to do, I just cried and said, yes, I'll be your messenger. So I came out of the experience and I remember sharing it with the group, crying. I'd say, I have to do this. Well, the next day came around and I'm like, Oh, no, how can I do this? I don't think I can do this. And I ended up going for a run that day, and during my run, I heard, ask everyone to contribute $100 to the Red Cross, whoever's going to take this journey for 40 days, and then that will feel like you're 
again, making another contribution to help people. And that felt so right. So I came back from the retreat. I counted out 40 days. I knew I had to start the next week because I was going to Stansted, England to study mediumship in October, and I counted out 40 days, and the 40th day would be the day before I went to Stansted. So I knew I couldn't stall, and they did too, because I would have probably procrastinated. So I put out an email to everyone. I said, all I know right now is the Ascended Masters are going to be the channel of this journey. I I know it's going to be 40 days. It's going to be a process of releasing your fears into miracles of love. Just put an email out. Within days, 67 people had signed up. And so I knew $6,700 was going to the Red Cross. And I remember my husband looking at me and saying, do you realize what you've gotten yourself into? And I said, no, and better that I don't. So for the next 40 days, I spent four to five hours every day. I took a run in the morning. I would hear during the run a truth of the day, which was an affirmation that had to do deal or was going to be the theme of the day to help people in the messages. I went to the park. I meditated. I came back. I meditated. And then I sat down and let the the Ascendant Masters use me as a messenger and typed out the messages. And each day there was an image to help people remember through the image the messages, but the key to the journey, every day the, the affirmation would change, the messages would talk about how to, for example, work with trust and how fear involves trust and how love can affect trust. And so there was a lesson each day, but what was interesting is like the first four days, the practice of the day was the exact same. All they wanted us to do was ask in different situations, in different scenarios and questions that we had, ask and practice a simple question, what would love do? What would love do? 40 days, that was the same practice. That that was the continuous thread through the 40 days is they wanted us to continue to ask the question with relationships, with um, guidance, with fears, what would love do? What would love do? And Temple, after the 40 days, I asked everybody to come together and celebrate and share their experiences. And people, also in the book, there's people's miracles and stories about what happened to them along the journey. And I was so awed that this journey helped people solve major relationship problems, fears, phobias, um, help them live and go for their life purpose by the messages, but also asking that question because we're so programmed to answer more what would fear do versus what would love do. And so it's just I've taken the journey 21 times myself because each time 40 days is about spiritual transformation. Every time I brought something or many things to the journey and I could see the transformation and the miracles of love take. And so now it's part of my advanced angel messenger class. It's people have taken the journeys and practiced it in their churches, their circles. Um, They passed it along to other people. So it's really taken on an energy of its own and it's just, I also have it as an online class where there's videos and um, meditation. So it's just been an honor to share it with people. Well, I'm I'm just glad for all of us that um, we now know about you in the uh, New Thought and in the in the Unity Movement because it's it's uh, right in alignment with um, all that we teach and experience all the time. It's. So, uh, such a blessing to have such great people like you on the show. I want to thank everyone out there for all of your contributions to Unity Online Radio. If you enjoy these kind of messages, you can watch us on YouTube, First Unity Spiritual Campus. You can also join me on my website, 
templehays.com. Take a time out during this break to go to uh, Karen Polino's website, createheaven.com. We'll be right back after this short break. There is peace, there is quiet. Reverend Paulette's mantra is, it's all a prayer. Tune in every Tuesday as Unity Minister Paulette Pipe leads you in meditation and prayer on touching the stillness. Make no mistake, this is not nap time with an energy that will captivate you. Touching the stillness will guide you in deep meditation, leaving you enlivened. Hear astounding meditations and learn more about different forms of meditation. Enrich your prayer life as Reverend Paulette, Senior Minister of Touching the Stillness Ministries, affirmatively prays with power and authority by taking live prayer requests from callers like you. Whether you have a prayer request for yourself or for a loved one or are ready for a deepened meditation experience, make sure you tune in on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Central Time, where we'll be joining in consciousness with the unceasing prayer activity of the Silent Unity 24-7 Prayer Ministry at Unity Village. That's Touching the Stillness with Rev. Paulette Pipe every Tuesday right here on Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Letting go in the Thank you for listening to The Intentional Spirit Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at the intentional spirit at unityonlineradio.org. Now, here is your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome back, everyone. And it's a great pleasure to be talking with Karen Paulino today. She is a medium, intuitive, an author. She's written several books. Uh, one of them I'd like to highlight is the 365 Days of Angel Prayers. We all love those kind of books. You can kind of pick them up and get the thought, the the prayer for the day. So go on her website. It's createheaven.com. I was watching recently the second best Marigo Hotel. And one of the things that they said is there's no present like the time. <laughs> and I thought, what a what a spin on that. But the movie ends with mentioning that statement again, and then also with Maggie Smith um, saying that where we really need to be on life's journey is in total divine surrender. Karen, this is where you spend a lot of your time, a lot of your work, your consciousness. You teach people how to do that. And I like for people to highlight and elaborate because different words have different meaning to us. When you say divine surrender, what are you teaching us or sharing with us to be and do or be? Well, you know, what's interesting when I started to teach about divine surrender was about a year ago when I have had a spiritual center up in Massachusetts and I was having a lot of noise issues because it was in a full-service spa and they had made a transition with bringing in new um, stylus, and so I was. My sacred space was being um, interfered with conversations from the stylus. So I kept asking my angels, you know, please resolve this. And I kept hearing, "Get your God box out. Get your surrender box out." It had been on my altar, probably collecting dust for years. I used it way back when, when I had gone through my divorce just because I didn't know what to do. And I ended up bringing it to my meditation class, and I asked everybody to, you know, it's interesting because when you bring up surrender, people have this fear that surrendering means giving up. 
and giving over control. And to me, divine surrender is, you know, the message keeps coming through me in meditation. Karen, stop trying to figure it out. You're trying to exhaust yourself when you push, you force, trying to figure it out. It's all up in your head. That's your ego's way of trying to move through your life. And can you surrender and allow the divine to lead you? Because, my, you know, my mantra is be open to your highest and best, better than you could ever imagine. And so if I was teaching that and I was using that as a mantra, I certainly needed to use it myself. So what I felt was being taught to me was divine surrender and asking the divine to lead would open up to the highest and best. So when we would do this divine surrender, what you do is you can use any box. You can use an imaginary box. I use it in my meditation and I have a virtual God box or surrender box. And basically what you do is you give to the divine what you cannot figure out or there hasn't been a resolution or there needs to be healing. It could be a relationship. It could be somebody that needs healing. It could be um, what's my next step? How am I going to have peace at my job? What is my next job? And that you continue to release and ask for that answer or resolution or healing to come. You do have to release your attachment and your control because what happened was when we did this exercise for the first time in our meditation group after pulling my box out, everybody put their wishes, desires, or their healing requests in the box. We went into meditation and I asked everybody to give it to the angels to be brought to the to the higher dimensions or the higher resolution of divine healing, divine miracles, divine resolution, or divine intervention, or the divine plan. It doesn't matter. And when the box, I said, okay, everybody release it to the angels. It, kept, it came back down. I'm like, what the heck's going on? So I'm having this double dialogue with my team and guiding everybody at the same time. Okay, everybody release, give it up. It went up, it came back down. I finally asked, what's going on? And I heard they're afraid to let go. They're afraid to let go of control. They're attached to the outcome. Encourage them to release and give it to the divine. And so we called on Archangel Michael. I asked everybody to be open to release their attachment, their control, their fear. Be willing to do that and see the outcome. And all of a sudden, um, the box went up into the higher vibrations of light, where I feel like there already is a divine resolution. There is a divine healing. There, It might not be in our way, but it, we open up to what that highest possibility could be. And what would happen, I've done this in big groups, small groups, individually with people, people have a sense of relief meant they have a sense of peace that they're asking for help. They're opening the pathway for a divine resolution to come, but then miracles start to happen. Like I'll never forget, I put in the morning, I put in the box, my husband was going through a very difficult time at work, and I just didn't know how to help him. I felt helpless. I just said, I asked for Louis's peace and happiness at work. I put it in the box, released it, let it go. By 4 o'clock, he sent me a text, and he was like, big changes. And they had moved him and his company to a position that brought him more peace and happiness, less stress. I could have never imagined that that, he could have never imagined that that would happen. So it opens the pathway to possibilities. And I do feel, you said it before, and I know, I could feel when you said it, you understood it. There were infinite possibilities and resolutions that we could never imagine. Plus, we expect healing might be what we think it may be, and sometimes the healing needs to happen, if it's a physical healing, may have, need to happen on an emotional level. If it's a spiritual healing, that might need to happen. Let, let the divine use you 
help you find the divine resolution to what you desire. And I really, I've been practicing this and experiencing so much more peace and things that I could have never imagined have manifested because I've gotten out of my own way. (laughs) So now I'm so excited about helping other people use some of these tools. And those are several layers in which you in which you serve and you allow your gifts to to serve others is one is you're able to be present and support people in connecting with their angels and um and other messages that they may be getting and then the other part is teaching people how to do it for themselves correct yes and that's i've i feel very drawn in that direction because it's about empowering other people that they can do this. They can find their way. They can find peace. They can find their purpose. They can find passion, love. It's it's there. And I feel very strong about empowering and giving people the tools and support to do that. Well, I... I would say, um, Karen Pellino, that you are doing your great work. It's very evident you're doing the work that you came here to do. Your life prepared mm-hmm. you for that. And I just want to urge everyone to go to the website, createheaven.com, and find out more about Karen. She's doing a lot of different things. She's serving. She's having events. She's offering her books. And I really would love you also to have the opportunity to get to know her. Thank you, Karen, for being on the show today. Thank you. Can can I share that if they sign up for the newsletter, they get a free guided meditation from myself to create abundance and prosperity with the angels. And there's free stuff on the website too, to pick angel prayers, affirmations, videos. There's so much for them to receive for their support, too. Yes, there is. And, and you're quite good on video, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you're not camera shy. You're just ready to be out there and share your good message. So, what <laughs> And thank you, I'm, Temple, absolutely. for doing the work that you are so destined to do. Uh, thank you so much. And, and we know that our paths are going to be crossing real soon here. So, again, a big shout-out to Suzanne Giesman for making the connection. So, God yeah. bless you, Karen. And God bless we'll you. Thank you. And you here at our campus pretty soon. Okay. Many blessings. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you for being on the show, and thank you for continuing to share our show with various friends and connections on your social media. Because of you, we are in so many countries now, and our message is touching people all over the world. We really appreciate you. Continue to have a, a wonderful week. Jeff? Temple. Hello. Jeff, are you there? Thank you for tuning in to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central for tools and simple applications which will support you from being alive to fully living. This program is brought to you in part by First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. To learn more about this ministry, go to www.unitycampus.org or www.templehaze.org.
Inspiration only takes a moment. If you are able to safely turn your attention away from the demands of your activities, quiet your mind and affirm. There is a divine plan at work in my life. I now relax, let go, and let it unfold. Listen attentively, inwardly, without projecting any thoughts about what you think should happen or be experienced. Become as a child, trusting and receptive to the guidance of spirit within. This meditative moment, adapted from Mary Cupferly's God Will See You Through, is brought to you by Unity. God is formless, yet takes many forms. What goes around comes around. Chant the name of the Lord and be free. No one comes to the Father except through me. Ever been confused by the variety and apparent contradiction within world religions? Join Reverend Paul John Roach every Tuesday for insight into those principles held in common by all the great religious traditions in world spirituality, exploring the unity within all cultures and faith traditions. Using discussions, interviews, humor, insight, and practice, Practical advice, we will clarify the confusion and reveal simple yet profound truths. Call in with your questions and ideas and help break down the barriers that separate us from one another. That's World Spirituality with Paul John Roach. Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes? Join Reverend Galen McDowell live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms, a discussion on how God within you, as you, is the power to transform your life. If you really believe that consciousness determines your experiences and that you are an individualized expression of God, join us as we help awaken and transform the consciousness of humanity. We will discuss, through lecture, live interviews and call-in questions, spiritual healing, prayer, prosperity, forgiveness, new thought views about eternal life, and much more. The world is waiting for your truth transformation, only on Unity Online Radio. Do you experience the peace and joy promised by A Course in Miracles? Or are you still struggling to truly live your beliefs from moment to moment? Let Rev. Jennifer Hadley help you focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application, by walking your talk. Experience the healing live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central on A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Have you ever considered that everything you think, say, and do is a prayer to the universe? What would your life be like if you activated the power of yes? Join Reverend Beverly Molander and her exciting guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes. To find out how they activated the power of yes in their lives, their communities, or even the world. If they can do it, you can too. Listen to Beverly Molander and her guests live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Affirmative Prayer, activating the power of yes. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Tens of thousands of listeners, like you, have been transformed through the ministry of Paulette Pipe and her program, Touching the Stillness, 
one of the longest-running programs on Unity Online Radio. Paulette's latest album of guided meditations, Blissful Stillness, is a new and different experience. The mystical quality of her beautiful voice will reverberate through a Zen-style meditation, a mudra meditation, which are yoga hand positions to deepen your practice, and guided meditations which we know and love. It features a new instrumental sound by Kelly Hunt with a bonus track by Kathy Zavada. Experience a blissful immersion into quiet and stillness by purchasing your own copy at shop.unityonline.org. Ever notice that there might be something not quite right, but you just can't put your finger on it? We may describe it as an inner stirring, a restlessness, a yearning to find our way home to our heart and higher purpose. Some of us may feel like we are living on borrowed time, that despite our accomplishments, what was once so important to us now just feels empty and meaningless. If you find your heart longing, wanting, looking for a path home to authenticity and purpose, Join us for transformation, inspiration, hope, and possibility. Move toward your higher calling. Listen to The Call of Spirit with Evelyn Foreman and tune in to Possibility every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Time here on Unity Online Radio. Every moment we live can be holy, and all we need to do to experience that state is to make the decision to do so. Everything we do can be a prayer, and by using our innate creativity with intention, in every aspect of our lives, that can indeed be true. Author Carla Kincannon wrote, Creativity is so much more than art making. It is a tool for navigating through everyday experiences to find the sacred in each God-given moment. Discover Creative Spirit, Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Central Time, and experience the joy of connecting to spirit through creative expression. Understand the laws of the universe and live a life based on these profound and unwavering truths, then your dream life starts today. No more waiting, no more wandering. If you're ready to let go of the striving and move into the allowing, you are ready for everyday attraction on Unity Online Radio. We study the teaching of Abraham given to us by beautiful Esther Hicks so we can release confusion for clarity, exchange struggle for serenity, and have the time of our lives today. Join host Ray Zender every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Like life, grief is a journey, not a destination. Whether it is loss of life, relationship, security, or simply the process of change, have you given yourself permission to begin your journey of grief? Have you yielded to the gift of grace? Join Reverend Chaz Wesley every Thursday at 5 p.m. Central on a virtual navigation from grief to grace and explore new horizons of empowerment, significance, and support only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'll light a candle in your name. 
Ever notice how the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly? Listen to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed as these unlikely saints administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Join the discussion with Daryl and Ed live every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central Time on Funniest Thing, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You've seen reality TV. Well, now get ready for reality radio. It's raw, unpredictable, and completely unscripted. Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels follows the lives of four people each season as they face their fears and overcome challenges. Listen in weekly and follow along as they take each faithful step on their journey. Learn what it takes to really heal your life. Dr. Chris Michaels shows you how to expect specific and measurable results from prayer. He says, we must place a demand upon consciousness. We don't hope to get what we pray for. We expect it. As a 25-year veteran in the New Thought Movement, Dr. Chris has helped thousands of people find their way to success and healing. His faith is unshakable, and his commitment to helping others heal through the power of prayer is extraordinary. Don't miss Reality Radio, Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels. Live Mondays at 11 a.m. Central Time on Unity Online Radio. Ever notice how the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly? Listen to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed as these unlikely saints administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Join the discussion with Daryl and Ed live every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central Time on Funniest Thing, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You've seen reality TV. Well, now get ready for reality radio. It's raw, unpredictable, and completely unscripted. Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels follows the lives of four people each season as they face their fears and overcome challenges. Listen in weekly and follow along as they take each faithful step on their journey. Learn what it takes to really heal your life. Dr. Chris Michaels shows you how to expect specific and measurable results from prayer. He says, we must place a demand upon consciousness. We don't hope to get what we pray for. We expect it. As a 25-year veteran in the New Thought Movement, Dr. Chris has helped thousands of people find their way to success and healing. His faith is unshakable, and his commitment to helping others heal through the power of prayer is extraordinary. Don't miss Reality Radio, Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels. Live Mondays at 11 a.m. Central Time on Unity Online Radio. You've seen reality TV. Well, now get ready for reality radio. It's raw, unpredictable, and completely unscripted. Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels follows the lives of four people each season as they face their fears and overcome challenges. Listen in weekly and follow along as they take each faithful step on their journey. Learn what it takes to really heal your life. Dr. Chris Michaels shows you how to expect specific and measurable results from prayer. He says, we must place a demand upon consciousness. We don't hope to get what we pray for. We expect it. As a 25-year veteran in the New Thought Movement, Dr. Chris has helped thousands of people find their way to success and healing. His faith is unshakable, and his commitment to helping others heal through the power of prayer is extraordinary. Don't miss Reality Radio, Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels, live Mondays at 11 a.m. Central Time on Unity Online Radio.
I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us, and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.